Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at ZanerMinistries.com. Now, here's Evangelist Nick. I really feel in my spirit that people are uh, going to develop a strong spirit that the next time something happens, um, not just globally, though globally it really did expose a lot the last couple years, but I believe people are not going to be swayed left and right when circumstances of life come against them, when certain situations rise up. God wants you to, to be fully developed, just like, you know, Charlie, you just saw him. He's a baby. He's getting developed. He's developing. He's having checkups, and uh, he's, he's growing, and we should grow with God too. And the more you grow with God, and the stronger your spirit becomes, hey, Donna, God bless you, Nida. The stronger your spirit becomes, the stronger you are able to not only uh, hear from God, but receive from God and see the manifestation of God's promises in your life. And uh, I'll start out with this. The Bible says uh, that we are a spirit, that we have a soul, and we're housed in a body. We are a spirit first. Type that down, write it in your comments. I'm a spirit first. I have a soul and I live in a body. And it's in that order. We're spirit beings first. Then we're, we have a soul, our mind, our will, our emotions, and then we have physical bodies. And so a lot of people live from the body towards the soul, towards the spirit. And that's what people of the world live that way. But we are not carnal people no longer. We are people of the spirit. We are born of the spirit. We're born again. We're a new creation in Christ, right? Your new creation is your spirit, man. And we're to be dominant in our spirit because everything is received from God through your spirit first. And God does a work in you and then he does it through you. And so first you, you want to develop your spirit. You know, many people, this is just an intro right now, and we'll get into the seven habits of a strong believer, but many people... They know how to develop their bodies. They know how to go to the gym. Me and Jose were just talking about, finally, uh, we're both back in the gym, praise God, and we're getting stronger. And when you go to the gym the first couple times, you're sore. You're really sore. But people are, people are so you know, focused on this earthly body, and they're focused on developing that. Or you know, a lot of people are focused on developing their mind, education, going to, going to college, getting a master's degree, getting a doctorate, all these things. They're great. They're good things. But what about developing your spirit? What about developing your faith? What about understanding God's word? You know, you, we, we can look at other people who have received great things and we can say, wow, that's amazing. Or we can become those people if we put in the work, if we put in uh, and do the habits that I'm going to give you tonight. Uh, 365 days from now, September 7th, 2024, You'll be a totally different person if you apply these seven habits in your life. I'm telling you right now, you will not be the same because you can't apply God's word and do these things and remain the same. It's just like going to the gym, and if you work out and you're bench pressing more and you're lifting weights more and you're running more and your, your physical body is, is doing its proper thing, 365 days from today, if you go to the gym on a consistency and you lift more weights and you eat right and do all those things, you're going to look different. You're going to see the physical changes. Well, you will see 
the physical manifestations of God's promises in your life if you begin to develop your spirit. And so tonight we're going to get into seven habits of a strong believer because I'm talking to people right now who are going to, you might be, I've started tonight being weak in spirit, but in the next 45 minutes, you're going to get stronger and stronger. And then from today forward, you're going to apply these things in your life and you're going to be the strongest you've ever been spiritually. Uh, not because of me, but because of the word of God. Amen. So our foundation scripture for the week has been Proverbs 18, verse 14 in the Amplified Bible. And it says this, a strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? In other words, a strong spirit will overcome all trouble, will overcome all sickness and disease that comes your way, because your spirit, faith, working in through your spirit, man, is what will uh, be a magnet to the promises of God. And we know the Bible talks about healing as a promise. But what about all the other troubles in life? You know, Jesus came. And he, he died so that the complete curse of the law can be destroyed and that now we have the blessing of God, we have the promises of God available to us and available to you. And so it's what when your spirit man is strong, it will sustain you. Amen. And so grab a hold of that tonight. Your spirit man, as it gets stronger and stronger, will sustain you. Amen. You know, people are uh, creatures of habit. I guarantee right now, each one of you listening to me on the, on the podcast or the broadcast live, you, are, you have a habit every time you wake up. You get up. Some of you like to use the restroom first because you have to. Then you like to walk into the kitchen. You like to start the coffee pot. You get the coffee going. As you're doing that, you're doing something else. Many times you, you read your Bible. You pray. Some of you get up early, you, your, your habit is to go to the gym or do whatever, whatever your habit is. We're, we're people of habits, and uh, some are good and some are bad, but the, you, your, your future is determined by the habits that you, you do. Your future will be determined by the habits that you begin to apply in your life. And so your future in God, your relationship in God needs to have these seven habits and I'm telling you, you will see a different a difference in your in your life immediately. You know, the Bible says this in Proverbs eight thirty four: "Blesses the man that heareth me and watches watches daily at my gates." Notice how it says daily at the gates. So every day you should be applying these things. Blessed is the man. Hallelujah. So. If you're ready with your pa your paper, your iPhone, your iPad, let's get into the seven habits. And those watching, help me out in the comments and type these as we go. Number one, seven habits of a strong believer. Number one, reading God's word every day. That should be your number one habit, reading God's word every day. This is why we have a daily Bible reading plan. And if you want to be a part of it, you can join. You're, you're going to be really behind, but you can join because we started on January 1st. Um, and those who, uh, many of you watching, you are already a part of that. I know you are. I see you on there. When you apply the Word of God every day by reading it, you're strengthening your spirit every day. It's just like 
going to the gym every day. Look what Matthew 4, verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Jesus said that. So you, how can you live? Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. You, you know, many Christians, sadly, and I believe it was uh, Smith Wigglesworth said this, they feed their spirit a small snack once a week, which is Sunday morning. They get one snack a week, they go to church, they feed their spirit man one time, and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Wednesday get a, they get a second snack at church and they go to church, but then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they get no word at all. You have to have the word of God coming before you day and night. Joshua 1 verse 8, right? Meditate on the word day and night. That word, you can't, uh, you, you have to have a habit of the word of God daily so that you can understand and you can apply it daily. Jesus said this, right? Give us our daily bread. You have to have daily bread. So a strong believer makes it a priority to have the word of God in their life on a daily basis. You know, it should be a priority. God's word should be number one in your life. And so it starts by reading it, just simply reading it. You know, these are all, this is all going to be very practical tonight, but we need practical application to the things of God. So a couple of things you can do. Maybe you just you're not a great reader or a strong reader yet. One of the things you can do is you can listen to the Bible. If you have a phone, many you're watching online right now, so I know you have some form of technology. You can go to bible.com and you can literally select a translation that will read the Bible to you. And you can just listen. You know a lot of a lot of times I will get up, I'll give you my routine. I wake up I start the coffee, and then I get my iPad, and sometimes I'm still waking up. I got to have halfway through that cup of coffee until I'm awake, but I pull my iPad up, pull my Bible up, and I hit play with my daily Bible reading plan, and I let it, I let it read it to me. I'm watching it. I'm reading it with it, but I'm letting it come into my ears. I'm reading it with me. I'm letting it read it to me, I should say. You can do that. You can do that. We live in a time. Thank God we live in a time you can do that. And as you're doing that, this is a habit that you have to start. Maybe you're not a reader. You need to become a reader. A, a leader is a, is a reader. Amen. You need to become a reader of God's word. And so when you got to put that, be, make that priority. So number one is reading God's word. Number two, I kind of already hit on it. But there's a little bit more to this is listening to God's word every day. Listening to God's word every day. Right now, you're doing that by listening to anointed teaching and preaching of God's word. That's what I'm talking about with number two. So, yes, you can hit the Bible app and you can hit play, and that's great. And you should read it every day, but then you should have some form of teaching or preaching coming at you every single day. That's going to strengthen you. Why? The Bible says in Ephesians that God has given gifts unto man. I think it's Ephesians 4 verse 8. He's given gifts unto men, which is apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors for the equipping of the saints. So God has given these leaders and these people uh, a grace on their life to equip you as a believer for the working of ministry. 
And so you, we live in the best time ever. Actually, it's the best and it's also the scariest because you can get online right now and you can find great doctrine, sound doctrine preachers, and you can build your spirit, but you can also find the most flaky stuff I've ever heard of in my life. So you kind of you gotta make sure you're listening to good people, amen. And I I would hope, and I believe I am one, <laughs> because of where I've come from. But at the same time, use your discernment and know who you're listening, and get the word of God daily, and build that habit. You know, a lot of people I forget the statistic, but most of the, your time is spent in the car driving to work, driving places. Some people drive over an hour to their workplace or they go to school. You know, instead of just turning on music, instead of just turning on worship or just zoning out as you drive, how about turn a podcast on? How about get a, if you are older, why don't you get a CD of the preaching or get some form of way to listen to God's word and listen to the word? You know, I remember Dr. Oral Roberts he said something on one of his old, I can't even know, I don't even know where to find it now, but I remember hearing him say this, that he believed in listening to God's word so much because Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want your faith to grow, if you want to grow and have a be a strong believer, you need to have the word coming at you constantly. And he went to the extremes with it. And uh, when I first got saved, I needed a my mind renewed to God's word so bad. He would he just did it not because of that. He just wanted the word coming at him all the time. He would listen to the word of God all night. He would have he would have an old cassette player and he would he would hit play and it would start in Genesis and when he would wake up in the morning, it would be in Revelation. And then he he'd stop and get up and start his day. He was getting the word of God all night long. Now that's no excuse. Uh, to just do that at night and never listen to it during the day. You need to have understanding, but that's that's a habit that he had, listening to God's word. And then obviously you got to hear it preached because uh, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, hearing by God's word, but also it also will bring forth uh, healing to your body. Look what the Bible says in Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. My son, attend to my words, is the word of God. Incline thy ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. The heart is also symbolic in a type and shadow of your spirit, man. For they are a life unto those who find them and a health to all their flesh. The more word you have in your life, the healthier you will be. You need to write that down in your notes. And that will that, that's enough to get up and uh, you, you, that, that's better than taking pills every day and taking your medicine. How about take the medicine of God's word? It's health to your flesh, getting the word of God into your spirit on a daily basis. So how do you build this habit? You, you make it a priority to listening to preaching. Like I said, you're driving in your car. Rather than listen to worship, turn on a podcast. We're on podcasts. We're on Spotify. If you ever miss one of our broadcasts or you want to listen to one of our preaching on the road, we upload all of our preaching now from everywhere we go. You can listen to a sermon. You can listen to me if you want to listen to me. You can listen to others. I listen to other people. I listen to people who are further along than me because I want to I want to grow in my faith. I want to I'm headed somewhere. We want to go to the next level and I know you do too. And you want to develop a strong spirit. So we follow those who have a stronger spirit than us and we build our faith. 
So make it a priority. Maybe, you know, even me and my wife, sometimes at night, we don't watch Netflix or whatever uh, all the time. What we do is we put on uh, a 30-minute preaching of, a, of one of our favorite preachers, and we listen to the Word, and then we go to bed. Just find some way, some place to build uh, your spirit and become a strong believer by listening to God's Word every day. That's number two. Number three, speak God's Word over your life. Speak God's word over your life. So these all build upon each other because you can't speak God's word unless you're reading God's word and you know what God's word says. And the more you listen to it and the more you read it, the more you remember it, the more you can speak it over your life. And most importantly, the more it becomes real to you and then you speak it because it's not just enough to just say it. You need to believe it too, but you can't believe it unless you know what it says. So the Bible says in Proverbs 18:21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Many good-hearted believers are not speaking God's word over their life and therefore they're they're speaking death they're, and then they wonder why things are not working in their life. You have to develop the habit of speaking God's word when things contrary to what you believe happen. You have to be ready to speak God's word. That's what should come out of you. You know, there's a great saying, and it's really true, that whenever you get squeezed in life, you get pressure in life, you know, something happens, but pressure's on you, whatever is in you is going to come out. So in other words, if God's word is in you so much that when a trial or a test of life comes, an unexpected bill comes, or a, a doctor's report that is, is uh, contrary to God's word, what comes out of your spirit? Is it, oh, no, we're going under, or is it, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. I mean, you may not feel that way, but that's what comes out of your spirit. Or is it, you know, the devourer is rebuked because I'm giving my tithe and my offering and I know my God is going to come through. Or, or is it uh, by his stripes, I am healed. What comes out of you? Well, you can develop the habit now of speaking the word of God over your life. Yeah, that's right. People say stupid stuff. Like, that's killing me. You should stop saying that. De change your habit. From, you know, after tonight, check it. F check and see what, what are you saying. Like, listen to what your coworkers are saying. That helped me the most. When I was in the world and I had to work secular jobs before I'm in full-time ministry, I would take time. If I wanted to learn what I was saying, I would just listen to what everyone else is saying and say the opposite. I mean, you get around. I don't, people just say some off-the-wall horrible things. And you're not judging them. You're just listening. You're just, hey, you know, why would you say that? Why would you say that's killing me all the time? Or, you know, I, you know, I hate that one um, saying that they, they say I'm dead. Why do you say you're dead? I'm alive. I would always correct those people. When I was a manager of Chick-fil-A and, uh, and I worked with a lot of high schoolers, you know, they worked part time. They were always saying that. And I would always say, nah, I, you're alive. I'm alive. I'm not talking death. Don't talk death, talk God's word. You're never wrong speaking God's word. Never forget that. Write that down. You're never wrong speaking God's word. You're always right. You can't go wrong speaking what God says. And so, I mean, this is kind of a plug for the book un, un, just because we have it, but we have a book called 40 Confessions for Every Born-Again Believer. It's I am who God says I am. We put that out because people say stupid stuff and they shouldn't be stupid, they should be smart, they should be wise, and speaking God's word is wise. 
and you, it becomes a reality because out of the abundance of the heart, your spirit, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You want to know how strong your spirit is? What's coming out of your mouth? It may be your spirit is weak, and you can go to part two if you want to get more on that. I'm not going to get back into that, but you can know where you're at by what you're saying. Your spirit's weak. Maybe your, your confession's weak. But it's also important to begin to develop the habit. So sometimes it starts by getting that book. or There's other great resources out there on confessions, and you start confessing them every day until they just become a part of you. That's what God wants us to do. He wants his word to become a part of us, not just something we read on Sunday morning when the pastor says, open your Bibles. No, it should be a part of you. That word should be digested. It's like food. That It's, it's your protein shake. Come on. It's your, it's your nutrient so that you can be strong. And so you need to speak it over your life. Number four. A, per, a strong believer has a habit of filling their minds with God's word. Filling their minds with God's word. <laughs> Amen. Brother Miguel says it's my double cheese with bacon. <laughs> Amen. Come on. That's right. It's, it's your nutrients. It's your food. So number four, filling your mind with God's word. So all these build upon each other. But this is different because this is meditation on God's Word. It's not just reading the Word and, and checking it off your list of daily Bible reading. It's reading the Word, and now it's filling your mind and meditating. That word meditate means to mutter, means to mow over in your mind and on your lips. So you're working number three and number four together. But it's like, don't just read God's Word and then close it, but expect God to highlight something to you. Expect God, as you're reading your Bible plan, to highlight something and speak to you. That's him speaking to you. If something is like, oh man, I never saw that before. Well, zone in on that and then begin to speak it and let it fill your mind. The Bible says, he whose mind is steadfast on the Lord remains in perfect peace. And how do you, re how do you keep your mind on God? His word. But look what Romans 12, verse 2 is, and this is a scripture that comes up a lot. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. So, yeah, we're talking about your spirit, man, but it starts in the spirit first. God highlights it. Now it's up to you to put in the work to meditate on it, to fill your mind, a habit of filling your mind, to, to think about the word more than just uh, read it, more than just say it with uh, confessions on a piece of paper. But now you're you're meditating, you're you're thinking about God's word, and you can do so um, by just pausing and taking time in the morning uh, or evening or whenever. I'm not a big advocate for you got to get up early only. You know, some people are. Oh, you got to get up at five a.m. You got to. You got to pray on your knees for an hour and you got to read your Bible for another hour and then you got it and then you start your day. If that's you, praise God. But I'm a night person. I want to I'm going to read the Bible at night. I might stay up late uh, past my bedtime into the late early morning hours and read the word. Either way, get it and meditate on it. Think about it. Let God illuminate your mind. That's what Paul was saying. Open the eyes of my understanding 
and grant unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your son, in the knowledge of the word, and he'll illuminate your mind. Then Joshua 1 verse 8, I already said this, but I'll say it again. I'll read it to you. The, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. There's the speaking, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Meditation, fill your mind with it, mutter it over, speak it over your life. It will be very beneficial to you to fill your mind up with God's word. And then it goes on in the second Corinthians, it talks about casting down the imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In other words, you, you cast it down by these imaginations, these false things, by meditating on God's word, by changing the way you think and watch how your life begins to transform because you're building your spirit, man. And now it's, it's going from spirit into soul. You see the progression here, spirit, soul, body. When your spirit is strong, your faith is strong, it flows through the soul into the body. Amen. And so meditate, number four. Number five. I'm trying to go fast but slow because I want to make sure I get all these in. Number five, a, pers- a believer with a strong spirit gives God continual Praise and thanksgiving gives God continual praise and thanksgiving. Psalm 34 verse 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. A person with a strong spirit is thanking God before he's at, he or she is asking God. Amen. Think about that for a moment. I want you to think. They're thanking God, not not thanking like a thought, but they're thanking him like, thank you, Father. Because a strong spirit already knows that before they even ask, like the Bible says, he's already answered them. Doesn't mean you don't ask, because the Bible does say ask, seek, and knock. But you already know If it's according to God's word, he's going to already do what you're about to ask. So you're thanking your father. You're coming in with thanksgiving, with praise for who God is. You're you're magnifying God. A person with a strong spirit magnifies God over their problems. The problems exist. The pain is there. The trouble exists. Remember, the Bible talks about it. We just said, a person with a strong spirit, it will sustain them through pain and trouble. But a person with a strong a believer who has a habit of thanking and praising God always magnifies God above their problems. You don't hear a person full who has a habit of thanksgiving, you don't hear them complaining much. Actually, maybe not even at all. And you can get there. See, it's, if you're recognizing, oh man, I'm weak in this area, this is not to put you down. This is to show you you can get there. Just like going to the gym You can bench 325 pounds if you put in the work. You can get there. Anybody can. But you have to put in the work. You have to to develop your muscles. That's what we're doing. We're developing our spirit. And so when you catch yourself, and one way to help you practically catch yourself complaining, applied everything. Start thanking him that you have a house in in a, a roof over your head. Start thanking him that you have a car or whatever you have. Start thanking God. Amen. And as you thank God, you're magnifying him over your problems. And that's a good thing. 
praise, I love this, praise is the language of faith. Praise is the language of faith. Someone who is in faith, someone who has a strong spirit, is praising God, not complaining, not blaming God. They're praising God, even in the trial. I shared this on one of the other days, but I'll share it again for those watching live. There was a time when I, someone gave me a vehicle, and it ran great for a couple months, but on the way to work, it, the transmission literally went 100% out. I mean, it went out. <laughs> I had to pull it off on I-4 in Florida. I mean, one of the, it's the busiest uh, interstates, I think, in the whole United States because of Disney World and Orlando and all that. I had to pull it over, and it's done. I had to call a tow truck, and in the middle of that, I did the first thing that came out because I was developing my spirit strength was not complaining. I just began to thank God. God, thank you that you gave me this car. Thank you that I, I had a car before that one went out. This one came in this one went out. I began to thank him. And then this is what works with God. When your spirit's strong, your faith is strong. The trial might come. The, The test might be there. But the more you thank God, it's like he like accelerates whatever you need and it comes faster. I mean, literally within not even I can't I can't remember the date, but it was like maybe a week or two, maybe three tops. I had another vehicle. Boom. Just like that. And I didn't even pay for the that one. I didn't pay for that one at all. I had two. The one was given to me. It went down and someone gave me another one. And that's God did that because I I refused. I went to work and everything. People didn't even know. They had no clue what was going on in my life because I was happy, thanking God, praising God. Thank you, Lord. This is going to work out. All things work for good. The word came out. You can develop your your spirit, man, to praise and thank God continually so that you don't fall trapped to the enemy. You can. That's how you know you're staying in faith because faith is what pleases God. And if, you, if you're not in faith, then you're in doubt and unbelief, and God can't do anything with that. But God can move with somebody who is constantly giving him praise and thanksgiving. Amen. I'll give you this too. Praise produces spiritual strength. Praise produces spiritual strength. Because it's it's like you you praise him when you don't feel like it. Just like you go to the gym when you don't feel like it. I mean, there's been many times recently I didn't feel like going to the gym at all. I'd rather just get in the bed and go to sleep. But I went anyways, and because I went, I got stronger. The best time to praise God is when you do not feel like it because it's not about feeling. Faith has nothing to do with feeling. You're not good. Sometimes you don't even feel like your spirit man is strong, but you, faith and your spirit has nothing to do with feeling it with your flesh or with your mind. It's just responding with God's word, and then the feelings will follow praise. Feelings follow praise. So sometimes you just got to get up and dance around and praise God like the answer is already done, like you already got the answer. (laughs) Many of you right now, you need to pause right now. You need to stand up on your feet and you need to dance around your room like God has already answered it. I remember a time we did healing school and uh, Emily actually was the one uh, who had the microphone and uh, she just felt from the Holy Ghost to uh, everybody stand on their feet and uh, she said, what you need to do right now, I preached the word for like an hour already. She said, you need to praise God like it's already done. What would you do right now if what you're believing God for manifested? That's what praise is. And I mean, this one brother, 
everybody stood up. This one brother was in a scooter. <laughs> he was there to be healed. And he heard what she said, and he got up on his feet, and he started running around the sanctuary. He started running around the sanctuary because he was acting like it was already done. And as he acted like it was already done, he had enough strength in his spirit, man, because of the word of God. And then he acted upon it that he started walking. And from there on, he was walking. Amen. And so that's what you got to do. You got to praise God. Amen. So number five, you give God continual praise and thanksgiving. Number six, a believer who has a strong spirit prays much in other tongues. Praise much in other tongues. In other words, you're like Paul. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. <laughs> the Bible says in Jude, verse 20, But beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So I'm talking to spirit-filled believers now. And if you don't speak in tongues yet, you can. Amen. All you got to do is ask Jesus to baptize you in the Holy Ghost and just allow him to fill you up and then just begin to speak by faith. God will fill you. But those, I'm talking to those who have been filled with the Holy Spirit. You speak in tongues right now. You got to develop the habit of praying in other tongues. You have to have time in your life to pray in the Holy Ghost. I love what Kenneth Hagin says where it talks about building yourself up. It's a similar term that we now know as. They didn't have this, obviously, back in Bible times, but it's same as charging yourself up like a battery. So many people are, are weak in spirit because they're spirit-filled believers, but they never exercise uh, their spirit, man, by praying in tongues. We know that when we pray in other tongues, we're not praying... Um, to we're not praying for understanding but god understands and then we know first corinthians 14 verse 4 says he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself edify build up encourage charge up like a battery and so a person with a strong spirit is one who is constantly uh, making an effort to pray in other tongues now i'm not going to sit here and say uh you got to pray an hour you got to pray two hours in tongues like this is not these are not religious habits. So maybe I should have said this in the beginning, but these are all relational things with God. These ain't habits of like, okay, I got to check this off, do this, this, and this, this. No, this is all out of relationship with, with God. Like I said, if you want to do it in the morning, do it in the morning. You want to do it at night, do it at night. Just find time every day to do these things. And like I said, a lot of them will work together. You could be speaking the Word of God as you're reading the Word of God. Then you start meditating on God's Word as you're reading it, as you're speaking it. Do you see how it's working? Now it's working in your mind. You can start praising God and thanking God as you're driving in the car while you're listening to a podcast. And then sometimes turn off the podcast and start praying in other tongues. And just take time to pray and take time to intercede. You will build yourself up in on your most holy faith in the holy ghost by praying in tongues sometimes when you feel the most discouraged it's time to pray in the spirit because there's a there's something that happens when when you just start operating in the opposite spirit of what you're feeling and you build yourself up because what happens is discouragement comes uh, a temptation to quit comes but you start praying in the spirit and it starts building yourself up. And you, then you begin, your spirit man is, 
is coming alive. I mean, every time I pray in the spirit, my mind doesn't understand. And, you know, obviously your body has, you're, you're making yourself pray, but it's like, I get realigned. It's like getting a realignment. It's like, okay, spirit first, then soul, then body. It realigns you, it builds you up. And, uh, I take time every day. You can do this while you're walking. I take time to walk and pray. We have a trail right by the place that we live. And I just walk and pray. I'm getting an exercise. At the same time, I'm praying in the spirit. Do something. Make time. Maybe take 10 minutes and just pray in the spirit. Especially when you, Bible says in Romans, when you don't know how to pray, pray in the spirit. And he'll help you pray. The spirit of God makes intercession for you. So a person who has a strong spirit has a habit of praying in tongues on a, day, on a daily basis. Make time. You can do it. Start with five minutes. Start with 10 minutes. Start somewhere and you can build, you'll build yourself up. Amen. And then number seven, a person who has a strong spirit gets rid of excess baggage, gets rid of excess baggage. What do I mean by that? Well, first, let me give you the scripture. Hebrews 12, verse one, wherefore, seeing we also are compelled compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily besets us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Notice how the Bible says, let us lay aside every weight and sin. So obviously sin is a given. If you want to have a strong spirit, you need to get rid of sin in your life, and the Lord will help you. The, doing these first six things is going to help you get rid of sin as a habit in your life, because you can't do these other six things. <laughs> you can't do these and just live a lifestyle of sin. doesn't mean you might not mess up here and there. And the Bible says that he's just to forgive us of our sins when we confess them and confess our faults. But the lifestyle of sin is going to be removed when you're doing these other six things. But there's weights. What are weights? Weights are anything that is distracting you from doing the other six things. So, for example, for some people, they love to binge watch a ton of TV. And so that becomes a weight in your life. The more you're watching all that, you got to guard what's coming in your eyes and coming in your ears. And so because those are the gateways into your into your spirit, into your soul. And so many people, they have weights of of TV or maybe secular music or or hanging out with the wrong people, or just spending wasting time hanging out with the wrong crowd. These are weights. They're, they're not necessarily sin. They're not sin, but they're holding you back from the fulfillment of what God has for you. And I believe everybody listening to me wants to fulfill uh, the fullness that God has for you. And so if you want to get to that level, you know, not everybody can, can bench press 325 or 400 or whatever. But if you want to, in the spirit, you got to get rid of weights that are holding you back from fulfilling your spiritual goals. You know, one of the goals is maybe to read your Bible in a whole year. I mean, imagine reading your Bible all the way through in one year. We've done this, I think, five years now. Uh, but this was the first year we opened it up to the public to do it with us. And imagine doing that and making time for that, how much stronger your spirit man would be. But if you don't cut out weights in your life, if you don't cut out um, things that are just, they're not beneficial. Paul said, you can do all things. You have the freedom to because we have a free will, but not all things are beneficial. So take a note of your life and be like, you know what? I can cut this out or I can, I can 
cut my I'm not saying don't ever watch TV or whatever. That's that's legalism. That's that's foolish. But at the same time, maybe you maybe you're watching too much. Maybe it's time to cut some out so you can put more word, you can pray, you can uh meditate on God's word. You can do more. And so think about it and then make a list and and get some things out of your life. Maybe there's some people in your life um who's just they're not they claim to be one thing and it's just the course of time has shown that they're not really who they're supposed who they're saying they are. Maybe they even claim to be a Christian, but they're just not they're not there. You know what? Give them over to God and and stop hanging out with them. And uh start hanging around good people, but I'll start hanging out with God. Start getting in your word, start meditating, start speaking God's word. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Make time for God and watch how God will make time for you. And you'll grow and you'll develop and you'll you'll see the fullness that God has. You'll see those promises because what is frustrating to believers is they're not seeing the promises of God, but preparation days are never wasted days. You're you, People aren't receiving the, the what God has for them because they're not prepared to handle it. Just like... Um, you know, uh, I can't. I don't want to keep using weights, but like, for example, how about sports? They do conditioning, right? They do two-a-days for football. They do these things on purpose because if you just show up on game day without any practice, any time put in, you're going to get clobbered. You're going to get destroyed because you're preparing to play a game. You're, you're conditioning yourself. You need to get conditioned for the promises that God has for you. I mean, many people are, I've gone to school with them, and... They're screaming and yelling, oh, praise God, who's going to be a millionaire? And they're like, ah, it's going to be me. And it's like, okay, what are you doing to prepare yourself to be a millionaire? (laughs) What are you doing to prepare yourself to handle that type of money? Are you building a business? How is it going to come in? What are you going to do? And they, they just look at you like a deer in the headlights because they're not actually taking proper steps to prepare for that. That's what you have to do. You have to, and you got to get rid of weights in your life to do that and to start preparing. So preparation days are never wasted days. People don't just arrive suddenly without all this other, there's a, there's a track history with God. I mean, you, some people look at somebody on TV and think, man, they came out of nowhere, but really you don't realize they've had 12 years behind the scenes of preparation time. And now all of a sudden it's their time to shine. Because God has seen the time like David, right? Let's think about David for a second. David wasn't king for a very long time, but he was anointed as a boy. And what was he doing? He was in the field. He, was, he even says before he takes out Goliath, I took out the bear, I've taken the lion. Now it's time to take the giant. What was that? That was preparation days for the day that he was then in when we read it in the Bible. <laughs> he, God was preparing him to take Goliath out way before he ever took Goliath out. But if he didn't take the bear out if he didn't take the lion out, if he didn't make time and set aside weights and, and be where God wanted him to be, he never would have arrived where he arrived. He never would have been king. And there's many people listening to me right now that you might have, you might have one through six down, but maybe number seven right here is a habit you got to work on. You got to cut out the fluff in your life. It doesn't mean you got to be boring. It doesn't mean you got to be legalistic. It doesn't mean you got to be religious. But you got to cut some things out and get right down to it with God and watch how he will then accelerate you as he prepares you for the things you have, the things that he has coming. And never get discouraged in the time of preparation. 
The Bible says that God delights in the days of small beginnings. Amen. He delights in that. But it's the days. It's it's days of small beginnings because the day is going to come when when you're fully prepared. He's going to pour out that fullness that he has for you. And I believe that's why you're listening tonight. You want the fullness that God has. And I don't care if you're in your 80s, 90s. You might be 105 listening to me right now. We're all getting prepared for eternity. So we're always in preparation. The ultimate thing we're preparing for is eternity. And so you're still in the days of preparation. So don't be discouraged. God can still do what he said he would do for your life. Amen. Praise God. So on that note, I want to quickly brief right through these one more time. And then we're going to pray. Number one, for those note takers watching, habit that you have as a strong believer you read god's word every day number two you listen to god's word every day preach that means preaching number three you speak god's word over your life every day number four you fill your mind with god's word every day number five you give god continual praise and thanksgiving and number number six you pray in the spirit or you pray in tongues much daily. And number seven, you get rid of excess weights. Amen. So let's pray right now that God, as the word has gone forth, you've just done, you've done some of these habits even now. Make this a habit before I pray. Make it a habit every Monday at one o'clock and every Thursday at seven or at eight o'clock Eastern time, you are watching this broadcast. It's going to help you. It's going to build your faith. It's going to be applying these things. Amen. We're going to be, that's why we're even doing what we're doing because we want strong believers. What is the Z team? Not just financial partners and prayer partners so we can get money. No, this is a, this is an elite group of people who are strong believers because God doesn't send in the A team. He sends in the Z team because he saves the best for last. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. And so that's who you are. You listening to me right now, you're part of the Z team by even being on this broadcast, and it's going to be strong believers that when the day of adversity comes, when the challenges come, we're not those wimpy Christians who fall and cry and get on our face and and say, woe is me, but no, we're standing strong in God's word by the power of his might, speaking God's word declaring his word, seeing the promises, testimonies coming in left and right, people getting breakthroughs with provision, healing in their body. Come on, who am I talking to tonight? That God is raising up in these last days, the final generation, the Z team, who's going to take this gospel uh, to this to their generation, and we're going to see uh, strong believers. Who I mean, even down to those, if we got to give our life for Jesus, that's how strong we're going to be. We're going to develop our spirit that even if the day comes where we got to be martyrs, we'll be martyrs and we'll be, we'll be standing in confidence because of our spirits are built up. Can you say amen? So let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for those watching live and those who are listening to the podcast in the future. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you as your word has gone forth, strength has gone forth into their spirits. And I thank you, Father, that even health has gone to their flesh. Like you said, attend attend your ears to my words, and they are healing to your flesh. So I speak to every person's bodies. As their spirit has gone strong, their bodies are whole in Jesus' name. Their minds are alert in Jesus' name. They're they're hearing your voice. They're, They're seeing the breakthroughs. They're seeing the promises of God. 
And Lord, I thank you that you open their eyes and their understanding and you give them the grace to apply these seven things in their life on a daily basis and that it won't take months or years for them to see the results, but they'll see them quickly and swiftly and there'll be a hunger in their spirit for more of you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Now, if you have a special prayer request, you can go send that in to zanerministries.com forward slash prayer. We will pray for you. Um, you can send that in. And uh, maybe one of these times as we get enough, we'll, we'll print them off and we'll lay hands on them here on the broadcast. And also, I mentioned the Z team. And I want to give you an opportunity to sow into the ministry. And being a part of the Z team is, uh, is financially partnering with us to win the lost, revive the church, and impact this generation, and through prayer. I want you to pray for us, too. Pray that God opens doors. Pray that God gives us more souls so we can see uh, a great harvest before it's too late. And uh, so I want you to pray about becoming a partner tonight, and you can do so. If you feel led of God, go to zanerministries.com slash give right now and sow a financial seed uh, of, of any amount, but we're believing God for a um, hundred partners uh, and 40 of them giving $84 or more a month. Why is that number? Because that's what God told me, number one. And number two, so that we can do more crusades, we can do more outreaches, we can do more um, things for the gospel, we can expand our reach through online, we can do all these things for one purpose, and that's to win the lost. And you're a part of that. You're an elite group of people uh, who are a part of the final move of God. So go right now, go to zanerministries.com slash partner. You can see all the details. You can see all the things that we do. We do more than just soul winning and uh, preaching. We feed the hungry. We do broadcasts. We have podcasts. We're reaching many different countries and, and states, and we travel around the United States and eventually around the world, and you are a part of that. So do, make sure you do so. You can also give by Cash App, PayPal, Venmo. There's many different ways. Um, whichever one you prefer, you can go ahead and do that. I prefer the way online because you can sign up and it can come out every month uh, without even thinking about it. But many people still give by PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, dollar sign, give ZMI, or at give ZMI. And maybe you're watching and you say, you know what? I don't want to do any of those online ways, but I do want to send a check. You can do so by Zayner Ministries, uh, P.O. Box 125, Copley, PA 18037. And, um, and just obey God. You know, I was reading it this morning that a farmer uh, plants seeds and expects a harvest, and he who sows generously shall reap generously, but he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. So sow a generous seed tonight, and, uh, and uh, watch how God will bring it back, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Why? Because you're not giving to me. The Bible says that the Lord Jesus Christ receives our tithes and offerings in heaven as you give to men. And it's going to produce, you're going to see souls saved. We're going to go out next Saturday and win souls here in, Beth, in uh, Bethlehem area. We're going to, you're going to see, you can follow us online. You can see the results. We're not just talking about doing stuff and not doing it. We're showing you. You can go to our Facebook. You can go to our YouTube. You can watch all the highlight reels that Jose spent, you know, 500,000 hours making these videos. I mean, please do it for his sake, if nothing else. And go to our YouTube channel and watch. We did back-to-school bashes. We did a Poto Celebrate Poto, Oklahoma, where we poured out $5,000 into a city and saw mass harvest of souls. The, we went to the prisons. This is what we're doing. I'm just giving you vision. 
and we're going to be going to different places here. You can, we're going to be in Allentown. If you're in the Lehigh Valley, come on out. It's uh, the 15th through the 17th, night services only, but we're going to bring the lost, bring the sick, bring the lame. Then we're going to be in Kansas City for a breakthrough and turnaround services. That's Sunday and Wednesday. If you're in the Kansas City area, bring somebody out. Then we're going to be in Ohio, Strongsville, just outside of Cleveland. We are doing Soul Winning Saturday there. Come out, night services, revival, Holy Ghost pouring out. Then Virginia. If you're in Virginia, come on out. And it's going to be the same thing, soul winning. And we're going to see uh, revival. We're going to see God shake this generation one more time. Uh, Miguel says, when are you coming to Texas? As, as soon as someone asks me to come, I'll be there. <laughs> Amen. As soon as God opens the door, I'll be in Texas. I love Texas. I've been there before. And I'd love to come back because it's a big state. Um, but, yeah, praise God. As soon as somebody opens the door, I'll be there. Or God opens the door. But uh, thank you guys for sewing and, and uh, listening. Also, I'm getting into the habit. Talk about habits. Subscribe to our podcast. Many people, I know you work on Mondays, and we do Wednesdays every now and then. Gift the podcast and listen to the audio and apply that part in your life. Go to Spotify. Just search Nick Zayner or Zayner Ministries. You can go to Apple. You can go to Google. I'll have to get a slide up. I'll have to make one for that. I think I used to have one, but it's not on there. But you can go to any of the different uh, platforms, Google, whatever, your favorite podcast, whatever. You can listen and uh, and do that. And listen to part one, part two. It will help you. Amen? Subscribe to YouTube right now. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Facebook, hit the like button. Then go to YouTube when we close out and subscribe just so you stay in the loop. Because all these services that you just saw, all these uh, different places we're going to be, they're all going to be live streamed, every single one of them. So you can watch. You can follow us. And then one last thing before we close, close, text this number and get on our text um, our text app where you can ask us questions. You can you can uh, stay connected. Where is it? Is it on there? Uh, go up. Z-Team. There it is. Text this number right here, 610-936-8464. You can get updates on the road. We're about to hit the road for another month. So... Text text it, and we'll send you updates. We'll tell you how many souls are getting saved. You can stay in the loop. We want to stay connected with you because we don't just care about you being a number. We care about you as being part of the team. Amen? So do that as we close. I love you. Thank you guys for hanging with me tonight. And uh, we'll be back Monday, 1 p.m. Don't miss it. It's going to be a powerful week. I'll post on Facebook what we're going to talk about. I'll see you then. I love you. God bless you. Have a great night. See you then. The Holy Spirit wants to prepare you for what's to come. The Bible says he'll show you things to come. That's part of the Holy Spirit's job. He will show you things to come. Aren't you thankful that we have the spirit of truth? That he will lead and guide you into all truth. I know the spirit of truth is here today and present working in this world. And he's looking for individuals who will stand up, declare the truth of God's word, to tell people that there's a God who loves them, that there's a God who can break the chains off of their lives, that there's a God who wants to touch them. And I believe we're going to see it take place. God is looking for a group of people who say, yes, I'll plug in. I'll let the power flow through you. 
He's looking for individuals across this nation who he's going to raise up, who said, I will put the power of God, and they're already in him, but they're going to step out, and they're going to do something with what I've given them. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZanerMinistries.com and click on the Give Now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.